Welcome to the She Built This podcast, where we are sharing the stories of professionals and entrepreneurs who are on a mission to create the new norm by following their dreams and making them a reality. I'm your host, Emily Aborn, and together we are inspiring, growing, and giving you the tools you need to bring ideas to life so you can build whatever this means for you. Hello, everyone, and welcome back. Today is going to be a wild ride. It's going to be a little bit of country and a little bit of rock and roll. I'm going to kind of be all over the place, and it's going to be super fun, and you're going to like it. Um, just kidding. But I have had the pleasure of having such wonderful guests on my show lately. Tammy Jordan was on last week. And before that was Casey Matthews. And I had Crystal Farley back on my show. And we have just had such wonderful conversations, naturally flowing, authentic, genuine, in and out and all over the place. And it's been so great. Next week, I'm going to have Dave Swillam from the Waking Up From Work podcast. And he's going to tell a story from his perspective about he him supporting his wife's dreams and also his own entrepreneurial journey as well. He reached out to me and said he's like super inspired by our uh, She Built This community and show and I'm really excited to have him on and hear his perspective. But today you just get me. I've been having a little bit of a weird day today. So if you've listened to this before, you probably know that I record these on Sundays And one of Jason and my new habits is to do yoga together on the weekends. So this morning, so I've been doing yoga with Saga Manadnock in Peterborough, New Hampshire. And right now they're offering yoga via Zoom. And what you can do is get like an unlimited monthly pass, which is what I have. And you can do as many classes per week as you want to. And you show up on Zoom and the teacher, Ivor, is lovely. My sister-in-law also does a lot of meditations for Saga Manadnock. Wow, I can't even say Manadnock and it's my own darn mountain. Manadnock. I am having word issues today also, just to warn you. Um, anyway, I digress. I was signed in this morning at 10 o'clock to do yoga and Zoom was having like issues all over the place, left and right. So I had to stop that class and I went for a walk and I called my dad because it was his birthday and we had a nice little chat and I got back just in time for the next class that Jason wanted to do with me at 11. So we turned on the computer and Brianna, the owner of Saga, had emailed us all and said that they were switching to Facebook Live, which is fantastic. So we turned on Facebook Live. It was not really the class we were expecting. So I think what Jason and I have both been really enjoying is doing yoga, light yoga with a lot of deep stretching. And this one was Qigong, which is something I have never tried before. And I I would like to try it again. I just wasn't ready for it today in, in what it was. So it caught me a little bit by surprise. So Next, I said, well, I still want to stick with my two o'clock yoga class that I usually do of his and um, and get that one in. So Jason went to, actually, he went to go hang out with a friend socially distancing in their cars, which I think is going to be interesting to hear the story of. And I decided to do yoga. Well, I decided, of course, that it was a beautiful day and I needed to do it outside. And then I was like mauled by hornets. And then I was trying to come back inside and I had locked myself outside. So it took me a good 20 minutes while this yoga is going on in my hand in the computer to get myself back into the house. And finally, I got back in safely from all the hornets. But it's been a little weird. So I said to myself, you know what? 
I already recorded this podcast once and I wasn't exactly happy with it. I'm not a perfectionist. I, I'm very far from perfection and I have no high hopes of achieving perfection, but it isn't even, I can't, I just can't. So I had to record the entire thing again. Now you get this whole backstory about the podcast recording in addition to the other stories I will be telling you today. Today's podcast is about habits, goals, routines, systems, and it's going to be sort of a roundabout way to get there, but stick with it. About two weeks ago, when we entered the month of May, I was staring a new year in the face because May is my birth month, and I was about to make the leap from 33 to 34. And whenever it's birthday time, I start to get a little bit self-reflective. Usually, I, t- I like to take a look at what's happened in the past year and sort of think about and plan about what I want for the one ahead. Well, this time, I decided to really think back at what has been happening this entire past decade. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, Ten years ago, I was in a very different place. I had gotten myself into quite a bit of a pickle and made a huge mess of my finances. I had made a lot of significant financial mistakes. Um, At the time, I was working two restaurant jobs, and I also had a job on the side for a chiropractor in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I was just not really happy with the way that my life was going. I had a college degree. I knew that one day I wanted to start my own business. I knew I had lots more potential than what I was doing with my life at the time, but I just could not get out of my own way and honestly out of my own emotional way to to figure out what I needed to do next. Um, So finally, I decided to move back to New Hampshire where I started to make a lot of new relationships in my life and They were really supportive and real and authentic relationships, and it sort of helped me get on the path to getting back onto my feet, both mentally and then after a really, really long road um, financially as well. Well, in the midst of all this, I met my now husband, Jason, and I'm going to tell you the story because it's actually a really sweet, romantic, and good one. Um, Of course, aren't they all? I, I was friends with Jason's sister, Sarah who is going to be making another guest appearance later on in the podcast, so keep your ears out for that. I worked at Nature's Green Grocer in Peterborough, New Hampshire, and from time to time I would help Sarah with the cooking and making meals for her and my now sweet little nephew Desmond. Every week I would go to their house, fill up their kitchen with meals, and then she would work her magic massage on me and trade. It was like the perfect win-win. She was always telling me, you know, how I, she she would always hear all my like stories and woes. And she was always telling me how I needed to meet her brother. And I always kind of just turned down the idea because truth be told, I was a little sick of people trying to set me up with other people. Uh, At the time, I think the world of dating sort of felt like being on the rapids with a blindfold on. Not that I've ever been on the rapids with a blindfold on, but I do actually feel like that's what it would be like. So anyway, fast forward to late summer 2011. I was working away in the freezing air conditioning at Green Grocer. It was freezing in there. Like it didn't even make summer, summer. It made summer, summer in North Carolina where they blast the air conditioning everywhere. And it drives me insane. I do not like air conditioning for the record. Um, Anyway, so I'm working away at the Green Grocer and Jason and his dad strolled in one morning to get a cup of coffee. 
And I think I must have seen them as like uh, my spidey sense is turned on and I identified them as people who would appreciate a sarcastic remark. So I saw my opportunity for snarkiness and I just jumped on it. Um, I made a remark about the music that was playing. Now, the music at the Green Grocer was never really to my liking, but actually this song <laughs> was a good one. And it just so happened to be played by one of Jason's favorite artists and someone who ended up being a very big part of our relationship, I think, musically, as well as one of my favorite artists. So I like him too. Um, but I just, at, on that day, I needed my voice to be heard about what it was like to be trapped at the Green Grocer and these two getting coffee, or my victims of choice. I don't remember the exchange 100% perfectly, um, but I do remember the shirt I was wearing, and I remember, you know, feeling like I was in a very good mood and all was well in the world, minus that darn air conditioning. Um, anyway, Jason and his dad got their cup of coffee, went to go sit at a table in the cafe area, and then and chit-chat about, you know, whatever painters talk about. And Sarah comes swirling in, gives me a big hug, and she looks at me and says, oh, you met my brother? And I was like, um, well, so before this moment, I did not know that this was her brother. And I'm thinking, hello, why didn't you try to get us to meet each other? And <laughs> that's your brother? <laughs> um, but the joke was obviously on me. So Jason was ironically at this time in his life, planning for a big move to North Carolina for a change of scenery and pace. And if you recall from a few moments ago, I had just moved from North Carolina. So this is just lovely. Um, I did give him some of my two cents about moving to North Carolina. And I think I told him like, don't move to this city, which was at the time very good advice. Um, who knows what would have happened if he had. But yeah, it's tragic. It's just romantic tragedy right here so next time he came back to new hampshire was thanksgiving time and sarah had invited me to go out with their family not actually on thanksgiving night heavens no that would be too scary for me um i knew i really i by this time i knew i really liked this person but i actually wasn't ready to let him on to that fact nor anyone else so on friday night after thanksgiving i spent thanksgiving at my nana's house eating like lobster bisque because that's what you do when you're in Maine. You eat lobster bisque and turkey. Um, but anyway, on Friday night after Thanksgiving, I met them at Harlow's in Peterborough. And then somehow the entire Aborn clan ended up at my house on my couch playing categories and such in the living room and laughing like really, really late into the night. So somewhere along the way, Jason and I kissed, we chatted a little bit, we decided we were going to start texting each other and slowly and shyly talking on the phone. So now it's time for my big move because I was going to France for four months and Jason was um, back in North Carolina. So the whole time I was there, um, we kept in touch actually via Gchat, which is like Gmail chat, if you remember that, and also just regular email and also hand handwritten letters because we never could get darn Skype to work and Zoom wasn't like really a thing at that time. So when I came home from France, um, I didn't have that same apartment apartment in Peterborough and that was intentional I didn't really want know what I wanted to do when I came back I didn't want to be working at the green grocer and all my stuff was I just sent it all in my car to my parents house in North Carolina so I said to myself you know what 
I am going to move back there and take a chance on this guy. And I ended up living with my parents for six months and dating him long distance, Charlotte to Raleigh, before moving down to Raleigh for myself. The rest is, of course, pretty much history, and tons has happened in the past nine years. I'm sure, you know, same for you, like you can look back nine years and see all of these huge, huge milestones. For us, we moved back to New Hampshire, hopefully for the last time. We started a business, we moved again, then we got married, then we got a doggy. Actually, I think we got the doggy before we got married. Then we acquired three more nieces and nephews. We bought a house, closed our business, started two more businesses, and of course, like a whole bunch of other really exciting travels and little minor things along the way. Like I said, just like you. Um, But so as I reflected back on my past 10 years, I realized that a lot of it was spent by me sort of blurring by it and not being fully present. In fact, it was only in the past two years that I really started to even understand what the concept of being mindful and being present was at all. Um, And that was kind of when I discovered that I have the power to change my brain and meditation and things like that. But honestly, before that, it just was always trying to get to the next goal or achievement or milestone. And truth be told, not enjoying the process. And I don't want my life to look like that. I don't know about you, but I do not want to be like that. One question I always start with when I'm setting goals or intentions or creating new habits is how do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? And then from there, I usually reverse engineer it. And of course, I create like a bajillion goals, right? To get me to those things. So here's the weird thing about goals and I'm learning this. They don't actually get me to where I want to be beyond more than just an accomplishment. Let me explain. And all of this kind of started with um, James Clear, author of Atomic Habits. He popped up into my podcast feed several times in the past couple of weeks from several of my favorite podcasters, including Sam Harris. And I've just been like devouring his words ever since, as well as the book. He uses this great example of a goal. Okay, so say you have the goal to have a clean bedroom, okay? Well, you can easily tackle that, and actually you can probably, in most cases, complete it in one day. But if the goal is just a clean room, and you don't have the systems and the habits in place to keep that room clean, it's just going to get messy again really quick because it was you. It was you and your habits and your systems that caused it to be messy in the first place. So with that simple description of goals versus habits and systems, I have literally, literally, Rob Lowe, become obsessed. I decided that in reading this book to triage all of my goals, all of my habits, all of my systems, and now I'm really taking time this year, this week, today, every day with each and every one of my goals and, or sorry, habits in my life to get them right and determining whether or not the habit is getting me closer to who I want to be and how I want to feel. And now part of this obviously comes with a little bit of self-exploration too, right? Like who am I really? And I assure you, I'm not having a midlife crisis. I, it's not that at all. This is actually a little bit more like 
an awakening, I think. And I'm just really ready to feel more alive and fully present. And I want to have the habits and lifestyle in place that support me in where I want to go with all that and the life that I want to live. And you know what? I really want to enjoy the process. And if you create all of these goals that are really not what you want or enjoyable, it's not enjoying the process. You're just kind of like pushing on to the next thing, the next challenge. It's all so fun, right? So that is what made me decide that I want to pull together a group, a small group, a community that is committed to doing this together and holding each other accountable to it. And so that's what I'm doing in June. I'm pulling together a group that is creating new habits, trying out new things, and I really want them to commit to pouring themselves, pouring into themselves like they have never done before. I personally am psyched um, that I'm calling it a challenge and it starts June 1st and it's going to include like all kinds of extra little perks. So for example, there's going to be a Facebook group and that will have like daily check-ins and prompts and just like a community of accountability. And then Sagamanadnok is offering a discount for the group of their virtual yoga classes. So for people that do want the habit of yoga or they want to try new types of yoga, this is a great opportunity for that. Um, There's also someone offering workout sessions. There's a person who is going to help us with writing and journaling. And my sister-in-law, Sarah Aborn, is going to be tailoring a live EFT session, which is like tapping, which helps to rewire your brain to allow for some of these changes that you want to make. And she's going to tailor that session right to the needs and concerns of this group. I'm so, so excited. Marissa Iman who has also been on my show. She is a medita- she um, does custom meditations and she's going to be creating two custom meditations absolutely just for whatever this group needs. So in addition to that, I have a whole bunch of other goodies planned and I'm super excited about it. Um, so if you want more information on that, you can go to www.shebuiltthis.org. I hope the challenge piques your interest. If it sounds like it's for you, that's all you have to do is just go visit www.shebuiltthis.org and you'll see a link um, to the challenge right at the top. So you click the link and it is going to take you to a page that outlines the entire thing for you and you will be on your way. I'm limiting it to a very small number of people this time. Usually in the past, I've had them opened up to as many people that want in, um, but I encourage you to, if it if it is for you, to get it while the getting's good. And just to kind of cap it, sum this up and reiterate and recap, are goals completely useless? No, of course not. Goals are amazing. They help you to set a direction and give you a real focus. And maybe it's an even, maybe it's a real high level focus. But what I find for making progress towards those goals is the habits and the systems that you have in place. I love what James says in the book, Atomic Habits. He says, both winners and losers have the same goal. So with that, he encourages us to spend time designing the systems that will get us to where we want to be. So that's all I have for you today. I actually do want to leave you with one more thing. It's it's not about habits, um, but it is about being more you. This is a quote from Karen Kenny, who has also been on my show. I 
absolutely love this woman and I soak up every single word that she says, but I found this one really, really inspiring this past week. Her quote is this, stop trying to Cirque du Soleil yourself into a version of you that makes other people feel more happy, comfortable, and secure. And her follow-up on that is just, it's not your job to play small. You're not here to perform for anyone or get their little thumbs up icon on Facebook. Your job is just to be you. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and thank you so much for listening. I'll put the link for the challenge in the show notes. And once again, if you are interested, it's www.shebuiltthis.org. To learn more about She Built This and to join our community and get involved for yourself, visit www.shebuiltthis.org.